The MLB Divisional Round is set, but we'll have to wait until Saturday for first pitch in the ALDS and the NLDS. So in the meantime, I want to bring on a guy who knows a thing or two about baseball. This is Dr. James Beamer Carr, an assistant team physician for the New York Mets, but primarily an attending orthopedic surgeon in the Sports Medicine Institute at HSS Florida. Dr. Carr, appreciate you joining us as always. And if we're talking baseball, talking injuries, it always seems like the UCL tear and the subsequent Tommy John surgery is in the news. And and first off, I, I just want to ask, you know, what is the UCL and, and what purpose does it serve for the human body? So what I would say is the UCL or the ulnar collateral ligament, it's a ligament that lives on the medial or the inside of the elbow. So um, it basically connects the forearm bone to the arm bone. And it's a ligament that honestly doesn't get stressed too much in daily living, uh, except when you do positions that really place your arm in what we call an externally rotated position. So you could imagine throwing something overhead like a baseball, doing a volleyball spike, a tennis serve. Those kind of motions really stress that inside of the elbow and, and really require that ligament to help protect the elbow. Um, but most daily activities don't require a healthy UCL uh, because it's pretty rare to really stress it unless you're doing some kind of overhead throwing which is why we see a lot of those injuries in baseball and and softball players and other overhead athletes. Dr. Carr, you mentioned that we see the UCL tear a lot in baseball, but obviously it's not the the only sport where, you know, we have the overhead throwing motion or what seems to be the overhead throwing motion. Obviously, you mentioned tennis and and football, but even with with those, it, it seems like almost all the UCL tears we see are in baseball. Why is that? Why do we almost exclusively see a UCL tear when it comes to the MLB and professional baseball players? So really the the baseball throwing motion uh, is probably the most unnatural and stressful motion you could do to the elbow and especially that uh, ulnar collateral ligament. So, you know, throwing a football like in a quarterback, uh, it doesn't really stress that ligament because the arm isn't out to the side as much. It's more, you know, it's closer to the ear behind the head. So, you might remember Josh Allen tore his UCL in the middle of last season, didn't miss a start. You know, that would be unheard of in baseball where, mm-hmm. where they certainly miss time and a lot of times need surgery. Um, other times you see more severe injuries like Brock Purdy where he did require surgery in the offseason uh, to address his injuries. So, you know, there, there are sports uh, that don't require, you know, as strong of a UCL. Uh, unfortunately, baseball is one of those that you just have to have a robust, strong UCL or the body just can't hold up to the stresses of throwing, you know, 90-plus miles an hour. Again, here with Dr. James Beamer Carr, an attending orthopedic surgeon in the Sports Medicine Institute at HSS Florida, and also an assistant team physician for the New York Mets. And Dr. Carr, if an MLB player tears his UCL, which we see extremely often now, I think I read that about 20% of Major League Baseball pitchers have had a UCL tear and the Tommy John surgery. What are doctors trying to accomplish during, again, the the Tommy John surgery? You know, what we're trying to do is we're basically trying to restore a strong ligament to that inside of the elbow. Uh, So typically the classic Tommy John surgery is that we take a tendon from elsewhere. So there's an extra tendon in the wrist or we take a hamstring tendon. uh, And basically we create a new ligament uh, for the elbow. So we drill holes in the bones and we basically uh, secure the ligament inside of those, those tunnels. Uh, with really high-grade suture. Uh, There are some different variations that we now have with newer technology. So you may have heard of people undergoing like an internal brace surgery or like a repair surgery with with an internal brace. 
Uh, that's where we basically try to repair the ligament with suture anchors and special strong surgical tape, uh, suture tape. Um, and some people are even now, at times, we're combining those two. We're putting in a new tendon uh, to become the ligament, and we're putting in a brace. So we're really loading the boat for some of these pitchers that throw 95, 98, 100 miles an hour to really try to make that inside of the elbow as strong as possible and help it stand up to all the stress of throwing you know, so hard. So, so the main thing is just restoring the anatomy, allowing the pitcher to, to have full motion and full strength and, and have full protection when they're throwing at such a high level. Dr. Carr, we talk about prevention being the best medicine. Are, are there things that pitchers c- can do in order, in order to strengthen, I guess, the, the UCL ligament to avoid the, the UCL tear? Or is it one of those things where it's tough to work on until you injure it and, and have to undergo, again, that, that Tommy John surgery? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, it's, it's really kind of the uh, main question that we're chasing now as physicians is what can we do to prevent you know, these, these injuries, because we're really having a, a, a rash of these injuries. You know, if we look at our studies, throwing with high velocity has always been shown to be a significant risk factor for these injuries. Unfortunately, or in some cases, fortunately in baseball, an emphasis has really been placed on velocity. So the average mile an hour for a fastball in MLB has gone up a couple miles an hour over the past decade. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that in the college game. We see that, you know, in high school. I, I remember in high school, if a guy was throwing you know, 87, 88, that guy was considered a really hard thrower. Now he's considered average if you're not hitting 90, you yep. know, by the time you're in high school. So, so these pitchers are throwing younger at a, or faster at a younger age, and that, that definitely contributes to it. So I think, you know, teaching pitchers how to pitch and not necessarily just go for velocity is important. Uh, really strengthening um, the shoulder and the elbow is really important. Um, a lot of pitchers try to use weighted baseballs to uh, increase velocity. That has been shown to increase the risk of injury as well. So, focusing more on mechanics, using your lower extremity, trying to make sure that your elbow is supported throughout your mechanics, you know, uh, is very important. Uh, keeping a strong shoulder and elbow to support the ligaments, very important. And, and those things have been shown to help reduce some of the risk of these injuries, but, you know, we still haven't found that, you know, magic key, so to speak, and we're searching for it, but, you know, hopefully in the next few years, we'll, we'll have more info there. Again, here with Dr. James Beamer Carr, attending orthopedic surgeon in the Sports Medicine Institute at HSS Florida, also an assistant team physician for the New York Mets. And, and Dr. Carr, we mentioned that you know about one in five, maybe one in four MLB pitchers go through Tommy John surgery. So we hear about it all the time, but kind of the spikes in attention happen when a guy like Shohei Otani arguably the, the, the best player in baseball, maybe the, one of the best players of all time, considering what he's done in the last couple of years. When he tears his, his UCL like he just did, obviously that's going to play a factor in the, the contract that he gets as, as an upcoming free agent, maybe one of the biggest, if not the biggest deal in, in MLB history. At, at this point with Tommy John surgery, are, are doctors pretty confident in the successful return of someone who has a UCL tear? Or, you know, is it, is it really case-by-case, guy-to-guy, whether they're going to be the same guy when they come back as they were b- before the injury? I think that's a great question. You know, I think by and large, it's a very good, productive, reliable surgery. I tell patients nothing we do is 100%, though. So even though 90% or so will have a great outcome and, and get back to where they were, that means 10% won't, whether they have other issues or whether they just decide to retire um, you know, it can be career altering. So, you know, unfortunately, it's starting to, starting to be viewed as almost a rite of passage, so to speak. And, and there are, you know, thoughts that you can throw harder after the surgery. 
really, I tell patients that's because if you work really hard in the rehab, you spend a full year just focusing on strengthening and, and, and you know, growing your muscles around your shoulder and your back and your, you know, legs, and, and certainly that can help with your velocity. Um, but, you know, I think it's important to not so much view it as a rite of passage, but, you know, as an unfortunate consequence of, you know, chasing fast velocity and, and pitching year-round and, and not monitoring pitch counts and those kind of things. So, you know, I, I think it is, you know, it, luckily we have that option and we've really gotten good at performing the surgery and getting kids back to where they want to be. But I definitely think it's, um, you know, it should not be a celebrated thing or a rite of passage. It should be, you know, something that we uh, continue to try to minimize. And mm-hmm. that's what we're really working on, you know, to do. A couple more things here with Dr. James Beamer Carr, attending orthopedic surgeon in the Sports Medicine Institute at HSS Florida, also an assistant team physician with the New York Mets. And Dr. Carr, getting away from UCL tears specifically, and when you talk about the the general population down here in South Florida, what are some of the signs, the, the symptoms of shoulder pain, shoulder aggravation that should lead someone to say, you know, I should get this checked out by Dr. Carr or one of his colleagues at the HSS hospital for special surgery? Yeah, yeah. So I think any, you know, any pain that doesn't get better after, you know, maybe two or three days from the activity, you know, some soreness and and discomfort for a short period of time can be normal after prolonged activity. But I think anything that, you know, persists beyond two or three days certainly can warrant a a trip to the physician. Um, If you definitely hear or feel a pop or a tear, you know, that certainly can be problematic. If you had a trauma or felt something shift inside of your shoulder, that certainly can be uh, problematic as well. Same thing with the elbow. So, you know, and I tell patients too, like if if there's just ever any concern or, or, you know, things are just lingering longer than you desire, it certainly doesn't hurt to make an appointment, make sure everything's good, and and hopefully you get good news and and keep rolling, and and we go from there. Dr. Carr, for UCL tears or other shoulder injuries, again, for the the non-professional baseball population, which is, of course, the the vast majority of us, I think most people would say they'd like to avoid surgery altogether. For shoulder injuries is, you know, the, the most common course of action Physical therapy, you know, before we reach uh, to to surgery, and and just you know, kind of talk a little bit of more more about that, and and the the, the non surgical treatments that you use to to help patients kind of get back in the game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So a lot of times we like to start with non operative things first. You know, I kind of use surgery as a last resort. So definitely, you know, uh, depending on the age of the patient and the athlete and, and their symptoms, uh, physical therapy is often very helpful, very uh, needed. Depending on the age, different injections, you know, could be helpful. Um, depending on the body part, that could also be useful. Um, typically, that's for more of my weekend warrior, you know, older athletes as opposed to my, you know, young athletes. But, you know, that's something to consider as well. There are different, you know, PRP like platelet-rich plasma and other injections we could consider to try to stimulate healing in those body regions. Um, you know, rest, anti-inflammatory medications. All those things are kind of first line. And, and you know, when those things don't work, if there's sufficient injury, you know, that's when we started having the surgical conversation. And, and typically we try to, you know, reserve that because some Tommy John injuries and a lot of other injuries can heal with the appropriate time, rest, physical therapy. Um, and if that's the case, you know, we, we definitely prefer that route than the surgical route. Dr. Carr, before I let you go, already mentioned that the MLB divisional round series are, are set and, and they get started on Saturday. And it really seemed for most of the regular season that the, the Braves were uh, a class ahead of, of everybody else. Do you think Atlanta wins their second World Series in three years, or, or does somebody else take the crown? That's a great question. I feel like as a Mets physician, I, I got to yeah. be careful here, but <laughs> I, I, I do love the players of Atlanta. 
you know, they're, they have a really special bunch and, and they're very active and uh, uh, doing things that we haven't seen done in a while. So I, I personally, you know, think Atlanta's going to take it home and I wouldn't sleep on the Astros though. They've kind of been sleeping under the radar a little bit and uh, they have a lot of good veterans. You know, we had Justin Verlander with us this year. He's a great guy and a, a great pitcher and uh, he's used to leading them to the promised land. So, so don't sleep on them either. They're kind of my uh, not so dark horse, dark horse, but uh, at the end of the day, I think the Braves get it done and, I'm sure you can pull this up in future interviews and uh, show me how I was wrong. And maybe as a Mets physician, I hope I'm wrong. So, uh, but no, I, I appreciate the time and, and I always love the time we get together. Absolutely. Dr. Carr, again, thanks so much. And, and we'll talk again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Cyrus. Have a great day. Great stuff, as always, from Dr. James Beamer Carr, attending orthopedic surgeon in the Sports Medicine Institute at HSS Florida. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Carr or any of his awesome colleagues at HSS Florida, call 561-657-4600. Again, that's 561-657-4600 or visit hss.edu. We'll take another break. You are listening to ESPN 1063.